So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie. And we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. You know, I mean, we're excited, but now it's Droughtlander. <laughs> I know. It's also, sad. May the, it's also May the 4th. Yeah, we're recording this on May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. And also with you. And also with you. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're already in Droughtlander. Like, what the heck? Yes. But at the same time, it's the official kickoff for Droughtlander. Sam and Kate did an Instagram live. Yes, they did. That and I feel, nice. yes. And I feel like that is what we need at least once a week to get us through Droughtlander. Yeah. Just, please do an Instagram live once a week. Just of the cast as a team effort, a collaborative more than one. Like I'd love to see John Bell and, and Marsley and Cesar, mm-hmm. all of them, everybody, whole family. Am. Sam Ewan is so adorable. Like first he couldn't get the Instagram to work, right? <laughs> Which makes me feel very human because Instagram lives should not be rocket science, but for whatever reason they are. Oh, they we are. constantly have trouble. Just like, are we doing it right? How about now? Yeah. How about now? Do you want to try you it? can't like answer comments or things because it was right. like shut down. But it's funny because Katrina was asking him like, what was his peach and what was his pit? So like, what was his high and his low? <laughs> so he's like, my peach was, you know, shooting arts mirror. And he said it was like really epic. And then he's like, and then my apple was working with you. And she's like, what? apple. He's like, well, I thought we were just doing fruit. And she's like, no, your pit, like the bad part. So the bad part was working with me. And he's like, oh no. And then, so she like started to say hers and she's like, okay, my peach was, you know, a block seven and eight with like the director, Jamie Payne. He did, you know, episodes six or seven and six or eight. And then, you know, she said her pit was that she had a lot of anxiety filming in COVID and they couldn't really hang out the same way, but she's also pregnant. So yeah, that would cause a lot of anxiety. And then Sam was like, they were both like very proud of the season. It was jam packed and Mm -hmm. they, you know, such good material. And Katrina was talking about, they called them the kids, you know, Roger and (laughs) Bree. And then Cesar and Lauren and everybody, all the backstories were so good. We dove deep into everybody's story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was fun seeing them. And then Sam's like bright blue eyes. I'm like, so just stab me in the heart, please. I mean, his eyes, gosh, it's not just the ring light to go with it. They are yeah. just flawless. Yeah. But also she, she had so many good, funny moments in this Instagram live and we don't see enough of that in our day to day. So I nominate Katrina Belf to do more Instagram lives because she was so funny. Even when she wished him a happy birthday, she was just like, and now you're the same age as me. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they just have this perfect witty banter that gets me that much more excited for the bloopers at the end of the season when they eventually release it. I look forward to that because it shows their fun human side. So yeah, they're so funny together. I remember there was a 
video on Instagram at one point where he did something and she was recording him. She's like, you are a ridiculous human, but she's like laughing so hard (laughs) because he is, he's just so funny and cute and he doesn't even try. He just is king of men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In this Instagram live specifically, they did release some like really cool, fun facts, some stuff to get excited about. Okay. Ready for it? Yep. I'm ready. They have already filmed two episodes out of the 16 that are going to happen in season seven. Season seven is 16 episodes. Yes. Oh, so they might have a little bit of a break like season one did. Oh my gosh. I am so excited for this. Yes. Our prayers are being answered. Exactly. Outlander gods have answered her prayers. Right. This season, you know, each week we were like, wow, it followed the book. It was really, you know, we enjoyed every episode. Yes, absolutely. And some more things to get excited about. Our friends at Parkhead House had a little insight onto some Lollybrock filming. Okay. Yes. Okay. They did snap some photos of the trailers driving by their Lollybrock themed bed and breakfast. Our friend James, he is the unofficial gatekeeper at Lollybrock. Love it. If you will. So he did a very nice PSA saying that he was closing the gates for filming at Lollybrock and went on a, a normal, his normal day-to-day walk and saw some filming tents out on his day-to-day. Nice. Oh my gosh. Yes. Can you so, even imagine? That is incredible. Yeah. So get it, James. We appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> and also, mind you, I will say this. He was very respectful. He wasn't trying to get in anybody's way. He was like, oh, that's a tent. Oh, that's a tent. I'm going to keep my distance. He didn't interrupt filming at all. We are well, like us, run- of- we'd be running in there and be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> We're like, what? What? What's going on? No, we're not the paparazzi. We're just dedicated fans. That's all we are. Big fans. Yes. Yes, Big fans. That being said, thank you, James, for keeping us updated. We look forward to your daily posts and season seven, man, coming in hot. So while Droughtlander is is happening, we are in the thick of season seven. And then Sam's movie, the one with Priyanka Chopra Jonas, they renamed it. That's coming out. So we'll have a little bit of Sam action. They changed the name. It was supposed to be text for you. And now it's uh, the name of a Celine Dion song. Really? Yeah. They changed it. Oh, I wonder if she had any sway in that. She's like, well, (laughs) it was Grammy nominated or (laughs) all by myself or whatever. I don't know what it is. Okay. Here's your spoiler alert, people. Here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. When we talk about spilling the tea, we're talking spoilers. We have watched the season finale of Outlander season six entitled I Am Not Alone, and we are talking about it right now. Okay, so this episode was also directed by Jamie Payne. So he directed the last episode, 607, and he's directing 608. I love how he films things. These up-close, like raw shots, you feel like you are in it with them. Mm -hmm. Something felt so different about this episode. Don't you think? Like it was harkened back to the first season, but almost like in a grittier, more personal, intimate way. I felt like I was in the book. Yes. Yes. I wasn't 100%. just on set. I was physically in the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very immersive. Yeah. It was immersive. It was emotional. Yeah. There's so many emotional moments. It was epic for okay. sure. Cause you know, it starts out with this like Western vibe where there's a standoff. The Browns have come and they want Claire. They want to take her. And Jamie's like over my dead body. And there's like a shootout. They're in the house. Nobody on the ridge is there. They're just Mm -hmm. by themselves. And you see, you know, Jamie and Claire at their finest as a team working together. Like she's like his right hand, like they've got each other's back, but man, that standoff was hard. And then later in that night when she's like laying on his lap and I'm just like, oh my 
gosh, that moment. I didn't have one favorite Jamie or one favorite Claire moment. It was the standoff scene, just seeing them defend Fraser's Ridge as this, this united front. They've always been a united front, but I don't know. I am not pro gun, but seeing this shootout was again, I felt like I was there. Yeah. I mean, but it was the time that was your only way of protecting yourself. There's no security system. And then you call the police. No, it's like, you have to defend your land. I have to say though, my favorite Jamie and Claire moment was when they were in bed later and she's like, I'm so scared. And then they like make love. Like it could be the last time Mm -hmm. the connection of souls and bodies and that comfort she needed. It was just to be like lost in him. And they both needed that to be kind of lost in each other you know, they, they didn't know if that would be their last time together. They didn't know if she was going to be hanged for murder. And it was just something so emotional. And like, it was probably the best sex scene of the whole season that they had. I have to say, I thought Brie and Roger had a better season in that department than a better scene compared to Jamie and Claire. That's what I was going to say. My favorite Brie and Roger moment was the tent sexy time. It in both scenes were so up close and real like that. Like it just showing this connection and Mm -hmm. almost like this desperation to lose themselves in each other and just, you know, and passionate. And they're trying to navigate like her big belly in a small tent. And I feel like we haven't gotten love scenes like this in a long time. When they hand fasted Roger mm-hmm. and Brie and like that scene, their wedding scene. Oh gosh. Like, oh my gosh, that was so good. There was definitely something distinctly different about these scenes, the way that they were shot. It was very like up close, like you were in the bed. Yes. And I know that they did have an, an intimacy coordinator on set for whatever reason. I thought Brie and Roger just like led the way <laughs> and you can tell that they're being direct. Brie and Roger nailed it. Like it was immersive for me there versus Jamie and Claire where it wasn't. I don't know. I, the Jamie and Claire scene was pretty, they were both like, it was neck and neck for me. I'm like, we get two of these in, the, in <laughs> one episode. I'm like, Yes, bring it. It was so good. Yeah, I needed that romance because you know me and the romance. I it's a little okay. nauseating sometimes, but yes, <laughs> I want it poured yes. on me like syrup. <laughs> you know I do. I do. I know. I really. I love romance. But it, you know when it started was when I saw Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio when I was thirteen, and then I started writing Lauren DiCaprio in like my binder in middle school. <laughs> I was like, I'm in love with Romeo. This is happening. He's amazing. But that's when it started. And then it was like Pride and Prejudice, Titanic. Like you give me any romantic movie. I am here for it. I'm I know. Just, just... I know. And it's not that I can't appreciate romance. I'm just saying. Brie and Roger nailed it. it Literally. Comes... <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I set myself up there. <laughs> you really did. It was great. Yeah. I, was, I loved that you just walked into that. But that being said, my favorite Brie and Roger moment, sexy time scene aside, was when they revealed that Jemmy's birthmark. Mm-hmm. Hereditary. Was, yeah, was hereditary. Yeah. Like, check that out. And just seeing Brie's eyes just get so big and she was teary-eyed and stunning and beautiful. And I think, you know, you can speak on this. Every parent has that little sad moment when it's their kid's first haircut. Oh yeah. And she was just like, he has such a beautiful head of hair. And I was like, he really does. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't want to see it go, but, um, to reveal that beautiful thing. And I remember feeling the same way when I read it Mm -hmm. in the book and Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh, this perfect. It was seamless. It really was because in the book, it happened at a different time and everybody mm-hmm. else was there. And I thought, you know, the scene where they had the rock break in Jemmy's hand because it was hot. Right. I thought that that was what we got to explain 
that he was probably Roger's son. Right. And I was like, oh, we did get the cutting the hair scene. Yes. You know, even though it was like in the middle of the forest, they made it happen, which was really a sweet moment. Fans yeah. wanted to know. And I think they did a good job letting the viewer know versus the viewer and the book reader. So I had a favorite young Ian moment, which As is, did I, I yes. mean, at the end, he comes to save the day He's shooting those arrows. You know, we get to see Ian, the warrior mm-hmm. in this, in this scene. And Jamie has saved him so many times from so many things. And it was nice that Ian could kind of return the favor. I was definitely here for Ian this season. Ian with the Cherokee, you just really see him come into his own as a whole this season. And he just came in hot in the last five minutes. I was here for it. John Bell, get it, son. He really did beef up for this season. You can tell that he's, he's gotten really beefy. He's starting to kind of embody that warrior. Like I was kind of iffy on it this season, but then that last scene, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. He really brought it. Just seeing him unite with the, his Cherokee friends too. All of his Cherokee friends coming in, helping out bear killer. Mm-hmm. You know? That was just so satisfying. And Jamie really did them aside. Like he got them the guns and then he's like, I told you we would fight with you. Bear mm-hmm. killer. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Jamie did the right thing. Yeah. You know? Just very, very satisfying. So I was very happy with the season finale. And also there were a few little moments that, you know, you blink and you miss it, but mm-hmm. I loved the little homage to Fergus for mm-hmm. his broadsheet in the books that is featured so much. Yeah. And how that's really gotten him out of his depression and how he's able to provide for his family because of it. Mm-hmm. And that is just a staple for Fergus's storyline moving forward. And I'm so glad that they like just at the very least briefly touched on it. Do you have a favorite moment overall? I love the moment where Claire's like laying on Jamie's lap and they're by the fire kind of waiting. And she's like, just being here with you is enough. You know, they're just like relationship goals. Yes. A thousand percent. Also Tom Christie's guilty face. Like this, that whole element. If you're not a book reader, you don't understand what he's thinking and feeling, but I'm like, "Mm." you just see his steady decline throughout the whole episode. And I was like, wow, he could probably die in this, in this moment. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Incredible. Like what he brings to that character. Mm -hmm. So this episode had season one, episode eight vibes where Claire's being taken. Oh, that's right. To taken by the British to see blackjack. Yes. And shame is going to, he's going to storm in there mm-hmm. again. Good point. Yeah. It, it definitely had those vibes and they're like on the road, that whole season one kind of feeling right there. So yeah, we were left with, um, Claire's in prison and we're going to see what happens next season. It'll be here before we know it. It better. Yeah. Joutlander has begun, but it was an amazing season. I loved it. Sam, Katrina, everybody did an amazing job. So again, small but mighty season. And now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirl sponsors include Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With five locations in Southern California, Tax Pros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at taxprostaxprose.com. The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy. 
Our shop has a variety of original custom-made Phantom-inspired artwork in digital download form, with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. We're offering 20% off our entire store for the month of May. No code is needed. Link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more fangirls and fanguys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you, so connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called the Fangirls Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Stars, Outlander, Diana Gavilon, Outlander Studios, Parkhead House, unfortunately. They're our faves. Faves. Absolute faves. Or the cast of Outlander. We're just really big fans. Huge fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.